Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the second Sunday in Advent. We're looking at Matthew chapter 3 verses 1 to 12. Matthew telling us about John the Baptist. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the desert, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. My dear friends in Christ, Many people will went out to hear John the Baptist and his message of encouragement to repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And many people went out, even though that message calling for people to repent is, is foolishness to the world. Matthew tells us that even many of the Jewish religious leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they went out to hear John to check out what he had to say. And some of them actually were baptized by John. And well, maybe the Holy Spirit would have been working, of course. But, but some of those, it appears that the vast majority of those leaders, that what they were doing is they, even if they didn't believe in what John had to say, they maybe were thinking, well, if John could possibly be right, maybe we should do this so that we don't miss out on what John is talking about there. But we can hear John's reaction to their hypocritical coming out to John. John said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. God must have revealed what was in their hearts, that it wasn't a faith in the promises of God, that they weren't truly repentant. So with these words, what John was doing is he was actually calling them to repentance. And like I said, 
Well, the Holy Spirit was at work. Who knows what exactly the results of their hearing John preach and teach was. But he was preaching the law to them. Many of those Jewish religious leaders, they were self-righteous. They thought that they were doing a good job of keeping the law and, and that they didn't really need to repent. They didn't really need to confess their sin and their sorrow for sin. But the fact of the matter is, is that no human being can do a pretty good job of keeping God's law. Therefore, what they needed to do is they needed to look at themselves carefully according to God's law and to see their sin in and then to also see what they deserve because of their sin, to see how much they needed God's help. And, well, we need to do the same thing ourselves. We need to see our sinfulness on the basis of God's law and to see also that we need the Holy Spirit to help us to fight against the sin that's in our lives. At times, though, what, what can be the case is that our sinful pride will get the best of us and get us to think that we're better than others, that we don't really need to lead these lives of repentance, but, but we're no better than anyone else. The Apostle Paul said, there is no difference for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Like everyone else, we need a savior and without him we'd be lost forever. Thank God that we do have a savior and that the Holy Spirit has worked in our hearts so that we have a faith in that savior. Well, John said, and do not think you can say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. Many of the Jews were guilty of thinking of their ancestry as descendants of David, that some, as descendants of, of Abraham, that somehow or other that made them worthy before God. But ancestry... That isn't what counts as far as God's concerned. The only thing that really matters is a God-given, God-worked faith in our hearts. That's what counts. And what that also does is it motivates us to live lives of faith and repentance. So John said to them, the axe is already at the root of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. John was warning them and us of the coming judgment. But is it foolish to warn of the judgment? John's message regarding the judgment against those who don't believe, against those who refuse to repent, it's, it's considered foolishness to the world today. I'm sure you've all heard people say, God is love and surely he won't condemn anyone to eternal punishment. God is love. Why would he condemn anyone to eternal punishment in hell? And anyone who believes something like that, that God doesn't punish those who reject him, and those who reject him are basically saying, hey, we don't want your love, send us to eternal punishment. 
Anyone who doesn't believe that there is an eternal punishment, well, he isn't thinking about what happened to Jesus on the cross. Jesus on the cross shows us how God hates sin and how God demands that sin be paid for. While hanging there on the cross, what happened to Jesus is Jesus, the true Son of God, true Son of Man, he was forsaken by God. He was abandoned by God. And now that is what hell is. Jesus was completely separated from God and all of his blessings. And really it's impossible for us to comprehend what Jesus really endured there. But if God hates sin so much that he sent his son to suffer real hell like that for us on the cross, then really it is foolishness for us to not believe in the coming judgment, in the final judgment. John said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. John and Jesus' baptisms, they actually were the same, but of course John's baptism got, got its power from Jesus. However, when John here is talking about Jesus baptizing with fire, He's talking more about God's judgment, that God's wrath will keep on consuming forever with eternal fire, hellfire anyone who ends up rejecting Jesus. That's a scary thing. So is it foolish for us to warn of the final judgment, of the coming judgment? My sinful nature and your sinful nature, we need that warning about the final judgment. But you and I are also so blessed to have a God-given, God-word faith that believes in God's forgiveness and the fact that our Lord, he doesn't want us to perish, but he wants us to be with him forever in heaven. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us so that our lives are always lives of repentance, so that we're always assured we are forgiven and helped by you to fight against the sin that's in our lives. Help us also to always remember that the kingdom of heaven is near so that we're ready for the coming judgment when you will say to us, believers, Come and be with me forever in heaven, we pray in your name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.